Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Slumber Party. I invite you to my slumber party, except like the ones you attended in the 90s. This one actually includes sleep for you, your children, and the entire family. Uh, every week, I have a unique guest or I answer a fun question about sleep to get you and your family the sleep that you need. Today, I'm fangirling a little bit because I spoke with Joanna Griffiths from the a famous Nixwear. Uh, Joanna is the CEO and founder of Nixwear. Uh, she is a former client and everything that she's doing is amazing. Really, I'm just so impressed with her business, her vision. You know, she makes underwear, but has a real vision to change the world. <laughs> I mean, how many people can say that? Um, I just have always been so attracted to everything that Nix has done in normalizing women's bodies, all types of bodies, now postpartum bodies with the Life After Birth Project. Um, everything that she's doing is pretty incredible. I think that you'll really find value in this. We talk a little bit about her little guy, Cole, and his sleep um, and uh, Joanna's sleep needs. Uh, and then we, we jump into a big conversation about bodies, which oddly enough tends to be a theme this season on <laughs> Slumber Party, but I'll take it. Um, if you just had a baby, if you are a lady, if you wear underwear, this is a podcast episode for you. This is a judgment-free zone. All types of sleep are encouraged. Uh, so put on your headphones, walk around for the duration of a crap nap, and just enjoy yourself. Hi, Joanna. Hi, how's it going? Great. How are you? Good. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm super excited to talk with you today for such a, a multitude of reasons. One, you are a past client, so I would love to talk. I mean, to be honest, you came to me and your guy was so amazing to begin with. So I want to talk about what you did early on to make him really amazing. Okay. <laughs> and then I then I want to jump in, obviously, to Nick's uh, and your mission with, uh, I mean, I'm, I, I spoke to you early about this. I'm just so in love with every thing that you're doing for women's bodies, um, postpartum bodies. Um, and I would love for you to talk about that today. So I'm, I'm super excited. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, of course. So let's talk about Cole, who's now five months, just under five months, right? Yeah, next week, he'll be five months old. Yeah. And okay. I haven't, so, even, I haven't even messaged you. He's, we're now at night number five in a row where he hasn't woken up for the feed. No way. And did yeah. I not tell you, like, when we do it, they'll just take it out on their own? Yeah, yeah. So we're at five consecutive nights of, like, 11 to 12 hours of sleep. Oh my God. How do you feel? I feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't... I feel like he knew I needed it or something. Well... I d like I didn't quite realize that when we worked together, you were like, "Oh, I have a couple of big projects," and you had the um, Life After Birth project launching literally like the day after we ended working together. And you're like, "I need to sleep." Yeah, yeah, I think that's why. Um, in part, we were hoping to to figure a few things out before we started traveling with Cole because we had that big trip to New York lined up and um, yeah, like I, you know, I don't know how it happened, but this is certainly like the busiest time I've ever had 
with the company. Um, right. <laughs> and then uh, also like a pretty big transition on my on the personal side. So uh, yeah, I, when I first reached out to you, and you know, he was waking up every ninety minutes, and I wasn't getting any sleep. I was like starting to lose my mind. A hundred percent. Yeah. So how many hours of sleep a night do you think that you need to function? I need eight. Okay. Yeah. That's good. And are you a morning person or like a night person? No. I'm a night person. So I'm still trying to right now. Um, I'm definitely a night person. (laughs) I struggle to go to bed before midnight. Um, And then I struggle to wake up before 8am. So obviously like all of that is, is changing right now. I, I, I want to tell you something hopeful, but I don't have it for you. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, part of my hope of, of having children is that I would become a morning person and it, it's been like five years and it hasn't happened yet. But there's a, actually, there's a, a researcher who's given people, I've talked about it on this podcast already, given people these uh, identifiers, uh, like you're a lion, you're uh, a dolphin, you're a wolf. And basically people have like a sleep profile. So there are people who love to get up early go to bed early and people who like to stay up late get up late there are people who basically don't sleep and people who are like happily awake like they're rare but they they don't need a lot of sleep mm. so i'm i'm like you so i think yours and in my profile is probably considered a bear nocturnal very sun oriented like i can't get up when it's dark mm, same. interesting yeah yeah Anyway, so something something to look into later. So when we when we started uh, with Cole, I mean, he was getting up uh, quite often, but prior to that, he had some pretty sweet sleep skills. And I wondered, you know, what were you thinking or what were you doing to kind of cultivate that prior to our work together? Honestly, I do not think that we did anything good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there, we were, I don't think he did anything right. I spent the first, um, <laughs> the first two months of him being born, living at my parents' house. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he, he slept in the bed with us. Um, although in like a dock a tot, um, mm-hmm. I, he was on no kind of schedule. He was coming to the office with me every single day. He was like hanging out in our stock room, in our showroom, in my office, in like, you know, all over the place. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was absolutely no schedule. Um, it was just kind of a free for all. Uh, so you know, I feel like. Sorry, go ahead. Was that like he's a he was he's a huge baby? Like he was born nine pounds, five ounces. Yeah, really, really big guy. Um, and so he can like eat a lot, and I think that that maybe helped with his his ability to sleep as well. Totally, totally. Um, And I do think you know, although. So I have two questions for you. When would did you go back to work, or did you take any time off after Cole? Um, so my first day back in the office and I brought him with me, was it, um, five days postpartum. That was his first day in the office. Um, and then I 
came in like kind of one day a week for a few hours um, and then scaled that to two days at around like two months and three days at around three months. And then by four months and with this specific project, I was sort of back working, you know, more, more than I more more than a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually a great way to do it, right? Like just slow and steady, still having your your, you know, finger in the pod seeing what's going on, but taking good rest. I feel like that's a good way to do it. Yeah, and and you know, to be totally honest with you, like I'm in such a fortunate fortunate situation where I sort of like get to decide um if I'm not feeling great or like if it's a bad day, then I'll, I can stay home or, yeah. you know, I was really lucky I got to bring him to work with me. So, um, and I still can, if I want to, um, yeah. I'm sort of putting his schedule ahead of what I want, um, right, right now. But, um, you know, that's, that's, that's really, really, really lucky that like mm-hmm. I can kind of adapt my surroundings and, and my life around what I want it to be. And so I feel like very, very, very grateful for that. For sure. And I know that you, you know, you're joking and saying we didn't do anything. There wasn't, you know, a lot of structure or whatever, but I actually think that there is some advantage to that in a way that maybe you're not going to experience just yet, but you have always valued flexibility and Mm -hmm. uh, being able to roll with the punches, right? That seems to be, that needs to happen for you. Um, And I do think that babies pick up on that, right? They pick up on, I always joke, you know, I had a very similar situation. I, we did work on my daughter's sleep early on, but like you, they were really big girls. They've That's- always generally slept well. They think that my kids picked up that I needed sleep. So in order for them to survive, they needed mm. to sleep. <laughs> and I think what I'm hearing for you is like, you needed your your life to not be you know, kind of stuck at home. He needed like the fact that you introduced him to many different sleeping environments early on mean that he can't like he goes to the office with you now and sleeps. Yeah, he does. That's true. Yeah, I think, you know, in general, that's the one thing we've sort of noticed is like he's he's very chill. Mm-hmm. He's like very content, happy um, and I think we like it has been a really, really crazy five months for me and for us. You know, like we moved totally. houses, like oh, wow. in the middle of a renovation. We he has come to work, like we traveled with him, um, and yeah. And I, I think my life is so intense with work that I like yeah. just have we have no choice than to kind of like be chill about. Yeah. This stuff, like that, normally you can't, you can't be chill about. You know right. what I mean? Like, yes. not honestly, like my instinct went there to like freak out about, you know, maybe sleep not going well or him being awake or like whatever it was. But like, I also just I didn't have the mental or physical bandwidth to freak out about that <laughs> because of like, other things that I was like trying not to freak out about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so yeah, you might be right there that like this weird kind of flexible, like everything's fine yeah. attitude is, is rubbing off on him. I, I can't yeah. like, I, I say this all the time, but if I'm like, let's say I'm doing an in-home consultation, I walk in and I can get a really good vibe of it. How well, or how much the baby is going to cry based on 
how the parents energy is right like if we're yeah. a 10 out of 10 I kind of got to bring them down a little bit so I really and I yeah. tell my clients this all the time it's in my sleep plans as you know like really your energy is going to make or break it um so you just kind of yeah. got to let it go and see what happens and your child will respond but I want to talk so much about Nick's. I want to talk about the Life After Birth Project. I want you to publicize the crap out of all of these things because I'm just so excited. It's just so great that this exists. And I was telling my husband this the other night on the couch. Uh, I don't know if you saw this post by Demi Lovato last week. Did you see this post by her? No, but let me try and find it. Okay. Tell me what it says. So it's her in a a bathing suit, in a bikini with all her like thighs and cellulite. And she just writes about like, I've never shown this before. And it it was just, it was a really raw post. It was, it was great. If you check her Instagram, you'll, you'll definitely find it. Um, but I said to my husband, like, honestly, the more I see these bodies, the more I'm into it. And so I, it's not that you know, these bodies are not what I want to see. It's like, I don't see this. You know what I mean? And and I feel like the, what Nyx is really doing well is we see all the different shapes and sizes of women and it's so goddamn refreshing. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I, I'm just looking at this um, photo that you're mentioning right now. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's just so interesting where the world is at because Mm -hmm. like five or six years ago, you would never see images like this. Mm -hmm. Like when we, I know we're about the same age. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm 35. I think you are too, maybe. Mm -hmm. I'm 36. Yeah. 36 is perfect. So like when we were growing up, like I never, I I don't know about you. I never saw that. I just, I saw like you have to be skinny and this is what, life looks like this is what beautiful looks like this is what happy looks like Mm -hmm. and um i don't know it's really isolating like it's it's um i i love this woman named sarah um the birds papaya has become like a really big i know i love her Yeah, and so she was writing this post yesterday about how, like, literally we've been bullied by society. Mm -hmm. Like, every day it was ingrained in us to to feel like crap Mm -hmm. so that we would buy the makeup and go on the diet and, like, spend money on the exercise things Mm -hmm. and, you know, like, aspire for this thing that just isn't even worth aspiring for because it doesn't make you happy. Um, So I... I think that, um, you know, I think in part because of my my background before Nick's and working in media and entertainment Mm -hmm. um, and being really interested in like the digital side of of content, I have always really appreciated um, the platform that we have as a brand. and a lot of it had to do with, you know, um, one of the shows I worked on when I was working at CBC was Dragon's Den. And I went on Dragons and I pitched on the show. And a couple years ago, we passed like the inflection point where basically like our email list was bigger than the Dragons Den <laughs> nightly rating. Wow. And you know, everyone was like, oh, we just wanted to talk about Dragons Den. They're like, Dragons Den, Dragons Den, this is so huge. I can't believe we're on that show. And then I was like, yeah, it's, it's a big deal. But actually, like, we have that platform yes. every single day right now. Yeah. And so it's like, and so what do we, what, 
you know, what do we want to do with that platform? What are, what's the role that we want to play? Mm-hmm. And I think um, at Nix, we've always just tried to play this role, which is like, yes, of course we sell bras and underwear and that's like what keeps the lights on. But what keeps like the energy flowing through the building and what keeps me motivated and like getting my butt out of bed every morning is that like we're here to like have a narrative and create a dialogue so that we fundamentally change the way that women feel about their body. Mm-hmm. And that's how we built the brand. You know, it's like why we decided to use our customers in our photo shoots and to really have them tell their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think can help create like this insane ripple effect, mm-hmm. like like what Demi Lovato's post just did. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If we all do that, if every single one of us does that, yeah. then 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 the world has changed. Totally. You know, um, and then it's also what leads to like these kind of insane spinoff passion projects. Mm-hmm. Um, like our Faces of Fertility campaign that we did last year, which is all about creating, you know, sharing stories and information around fertility challenges, which are like, it's so complicated totally. and it affects every single person. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also sleep is really important. And then also I'd say like more recently with the, the Life After Birth Project, mm-hmm. it all just like comes down to this understanding that like, we are so lucky to have the platform that we have and, and what do we want to do with it and how do we want to use it as a force for good um, and to change the way that people feel about their body. Well, and I, I think that's, it's really abundantly clear, right? I, I think I read somewhere where, you know, you basically said, yeah, like you said, we, we sell bras and underwear, but we can also change the world, right? And I think that yeah. I feel like companies that are, are you know moving towards that like i people want to get behind right and and you are changing lives like i you know again you said we're the same age i think back to you know my adolescence of like the kate mosses and the you know the i remember when jennifer lopez hit the scene and what a like stir that was to have someone with an ass who is allowed to be out there right and i remember at the time just being like oh good like i have an ass i might have an in at some point in my life to being beautiful and i you know i feel like it's I've never felt better about my body ever in my whole life than at this point in my life, which is bizarre. But it I have it just shows you how I think a lot of our body image is actually constructed on what we're being told is beautiful, right? And the more we are told that no, you are beautiful as you are and you are sexy the way you are, I feel like you you are really changing. Like it, it's just such a it's um a, a, a stressor gone or like a part of my brain that doesn't have to be on anymore, which is really great. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. so sorry, go ahead. No, I just so agree with that. I, I, I totally agree with that. And I, I feel like, so uh, tell me a little bit about how you came up with Nixwear. I mean, like you've had it an insane five years. I mean, I can't help, but like we're the same age and we both went to the same university. I'm like, oh my God, we did not have the same five years. <laughs> how did you do this? 
Um, you know, I think like, honestly, when I set out to build the company, if you told me where it would be right now, I never would have done it. Um, because it would have felt far too intimidating and like, who the hell am I to be able to do something like this? Um, I think like in an evolution, um, and I've grown a lot as a person over the past five years and you just like every day make ideally mm-hmm. progress. Um, and all of a sudden you're like really far from where you started. Um, and, uh, yeah, like it, it started based on real human needs and learning that, um, one in three women can leak a little, um, after they, while they're pregnant or after they have kids when they look like, and then beyond when they like laugh or they sneeze or they exercise. <laughs> um, yeah, like really feeling like, holy cow, like how does this affect so many people? And the only option for, for, for products is to like go to depend, go to the drugstore and buy depends. Like that can't be the only thing. It just didn't make any sense to me. So yeah. I started with that. Um, and then I was doing an MBA at the time. Um, and so I had a lot of space to work on it and a lot of space to like do the research. And so, um, through the course of that research, I interviewed a couple hundred women, um, and basically like came away with two really huge ahas. Um, the first one was that women were really dissatisfied with the intimate category from a product mm-hmm. standpoint, like the most recent innovation in the song <laughs> and like not really no. innovative to like, the fabric between I feel like there was a huge rumor Um, for like 10 years that thongs are more comfortable and I mean I've definitely tried them and I there will people be people who argue with me but I'm like I can't make this comfortable like I tried I don't know what you're talking about it's just not for everyone um and certainly like you know our like our lives have changed like women's lives have changed Mm -hmm. so much um the way we work has changed the way that we like commute has changed the way like everything has changed. And yet the products that we wear every single day um, hadn't. And so I definitely saw this opportunity to kind of innovate at the product level. Um, And so we did that starting with, with leak proof underwear. And then um, the second kind of theme that I picked up on through the research was that um, the intimates category was making women feel pretty badly about themselves as a whole. It was kind of like the height of Victoria's Secret and the angels and like just like people not connecting with the images that they How were relatable. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, totally. So there was like this, um, you know, this desire to create a brand that was like made by women for women and all encompassing and, and representing who we are um, and inclusive um, and like, I don't know, mm-hmm. smart um, that spoke to women as though, you know, I think, I think if you look at our brand and you look at a step, you take a step back, you'll actually see that like we really mm-hmm. value humor um, because like, I think that people like to yes. laugh, you know what I mean? Um, we value like being honest and real and like, um, I just don't really know if there was a brand, I, at least I hadn't seen a brand that was kind of talking to me the way that I totally. wanted to be. Yes. So, I feel a yeah. lot. I feel that way about uh, my own 
branding as well. I remember even before I started my business, I said, I don't want sleep. And like, I think that there's something very emotional about helping your child sleep. And I acknowledge that. And a big you know, my big motivator for my business is helping women's maternal mental health. Like that is my, you know, always in the back of my mind. That's Mm. my goal. Um, But also we can laugh about this. It doesn't have to be so serious. You know, I don't want you to be thinking about sleep training is like this horrible dark thing it's actually it's full of light because at the end everyone is awesome and rested and we can we can have fun with that and i think people appreciate that yeah i think they do too exactly i think if you approach something especially like when we do the same thing you know body image isn't like a topic you know but fertility and mm-hmm. like loss they're not like no. topics <laughs> right so it's like you, can, you have to come at it in a way that makes it feel like people are open and they're welcome and they like can be part of mm-hmm. part of a dialogue um mm-hmm. and a conversation um so totally can relate to that awesome well i i mean where's what's next for nix and what's next for you um, yeah, so we've got lots going on. We're um, launching a new product, a new bra. Oh, yes, really I read about this. I read about it because I follow Sarah yeah, on um, this, like, birth papaya. <laughs> I was like, I want oh, to know cool. about this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that launches tomorrow. Um, we are bringing our life after birth project in the gallery tour, um, which is um, basically a photography exhibit that features submissions from over 250 postpartum women and people, um, including like Amy Schumer and Christy Turlington and like all of these amazing sort of notable names. Um, But like the stories across the board are just so beautiful. Um, And so we're taking that on the road. So Toronto's our next stop, but then we'll be taking that to LA and like a whole bunch of other cities later this fall. Um, And then what else is going on? Oh yes. I can't wait for this. Um, Yeah. So that's (laughs) terrifying and exciting. Um, And yeah, like I think you do. You got a lot yeah. of stuff going on, um, but it's all—it's all really cool. It's all really cool stuff, um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 energizing. That's good. Um, well, you great. seem calm, cool, collected. Yeah. It's all gravy with you. <laughs> That's the day. Not that's, that's today. I mean, I'm trying to be in a. I, I was thinking this weekend and say I was going to get like a poster printed, which is like not and not one of those lame. <laughs> not, I shouldn't say lame. Sorry. Um, like literally, like like a stop and breathe yes. and like you know, because um, it's so it's so easy to feel overwhelmed. Like, and that's I not to bring it back to cool and just sleeping like that's so true of work but it's like especially true of um raising a human it's just like so easy to feel like a hundred percent you know um yeah and so i think like what's next for nick and what's next for me is like i'm honestly just trying to remember to take a minute and to drink some water um (laughs) so maybe we 
Exactly, exactly. A little, a little more water, a little less <laughs> but wine. But some wine like, sometimes, because that's also part of the process. <laughs> oh, I, I just mean like, less, <laughs> not like no. Just, Absolutely. Just, Nothing in absolutes. That's what I said. Well, thank you so much. I am so excited to see where Nix goes, where you go. Um, where can people find you and Nix? Yeah, so um, the best place to find us is on our website, which is um, nix.com or nix.ca if you're in Canada, K-N-I-X. Um, or you can look us up on Instagram um, to get you know a full sense of the brand, and our handle is at nixware. And then this is no, that's good. Any links for me? <laughs> um, I'm Joe. I'm Joanna Nix on Instagram. I feel like that's where I yeah. share the most. Stuff where are you building your store right Instagram. now? Are you allowed to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, we're building one on Queen Street West, and we're building one on Fork um, oh, in Kitsilano awesome. in Vancouver. So, And when are they set to open? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll open sort of beginning oh, of, great. Um, like in about four weeks time. Oh, so I don't know if you're listening later than October, 2000. Oh, this is awesome. This is all clearly I'm asking questions for myself, but I'm sure there are some people who will benefit as well. Well, thank you so much, so much for your time. You are a busy woman. I appreciate your 28 well, minutes. Thanks. This is exactly the amount of time for a crap nap. So we are going to call it. And I will link all of that into our, our liner notes so people can find you um, and go have some water. <laughs> thank you. See you later. Bye.